I met you the other week, when you was helping Miss Rathbone on her report. Yes, of course, I remember now. You spoke to the Pensions Committee about how hard it's been for you. I believe you lost both your husband and your eldest son. Yes, miss. My husband was killed at Luce, and then Davy arrived at the end of it all, at Messins last year. He was... he was only just eighteen. Oh, Mrs. Miller, I am so very sorry for your loss. The words were rote, but she meant them all the same. To the bottom of her heart, she did. I recall that you haven't been able to find any steady work. No, ma'am, the jobs are all going to the men. Furs fair, I suppose. Mrs. Miller looked down as she spoke, her eyes fixed on the sight of her toil-roughened, gloveless hands, clasped so tightly together the tips of her fingers had gone white. May I ask, Mrs. Miller, if there's any particular reason you came to see me tonight? I told myself on the way over that you'd understand. You was ever so nice when I talked at that meeting. You didn't look down your nose like some others do. Thank you. I will do my utmost to help you, Mrs. Miller, if help is what you need. If that is why you've come to see me. But first, you must tell me what is amiss. I've had a letter from my uncle, my mother's brother. He lives in Belfast. He was widowed last year. He's asked if I might come and live with him, me and the children, and take care of him. He's had a fall or two, and he don't want no stranger coming to help. Is he a man of means? Can he support all of you? He was a welder at the shipyards, and he and my aunt never had no children of their own, so I expect they was able to save a bit over the years. Do you think him a decent man? Will he treat you and the children well? He's nice, quiet. I think we'll do well by him. Are you asking if I think you ought to go? It's only that... Mrs. Miller's voice trailed off, and she resumed her impassioned hand-twisting. And then the words came out in a torrent, so softly, Charlotte had to lean forward to hear them. They said there's something wrong with my papers. That's why my pension hasn't come through. Not for my husband, or for my son, either. I've sent them everything I have. I even had a copy made of my marriage certificate, but they wrote me back and said it's under review or something like that. Now am I to feed the children? The steamship fare to Belfast for all of us is nigh on five pounds. I've tried, but it's too much. I sold all the furniture when things got bad a few months back. We've only the one bed left, the table, and a few chairs, and they won't bring enough. Not hardly enough. They'd only fit for the rubbish. I sold my wedding ring last year. We've the clothes on our backs, and now else. I daren't ask my uncle for it, else he changed his mind. Think twice, or worry we might make trouble for him. It'd only be alone, until we're settled, and I can take in washing or something else. And I thought, I hoped, I thought you or Miss Rathbone might know of somewhere I might go. Charlotte knew exactly what she ought to do. By rights, she ought to send Mrs. Miller to the offices of the Personal Service Society, 
the charity that Miss Rathbone had recently founded for families in desperate straits. All she had to do was write down the address on a scrap of paper, pass it to the woman, and send her off. And yet, she hesitated, for assistance from the PSS would involve a daunting amount of form-filling and question-asking. Mrs. Miller might end up receiving the aid she needed, but not without sacrificing what few scraps of self-respect she still possessed. Charlotte had seen it before, more times than she could count, and she was heartily sick of it. You were right to come here, she stated in the firmest voice she could conjure, for I do know of a fund, a rather secret fund, you see, for war widows just like yourself, and I feel quite certain that Miss Rathbone would agree if I advance you the money to cover your fares to Belfast. Mrs. Miller went pale, and for a moment Charlotte thought the woman was going to faint, but then she rallied.